time it is. It's that official time. Where we take this worldwide. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the party for the pancakes It's a mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really couldn't devour him And from that point then we hear a name change Rearrange the game so now we gotta change uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up. Ladies and gentlemen, episode two, episode three hundred and eighty-nine. Ladies and gentlemen, can you believe that? Three hundred and eighty-nine episodes on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. We are live and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby. We have a loaded, loaded show tonight. Uh, as you saw with the headlines, we got a lot going on. We got a, a whole bunch of fun stuff. The interview for this week as uh, someone who I was, who I've been wanting to, uh, to get on the show for a while now, um, just uh, a, a, a sensation in the uh, in the pro wrestling industry over the past uh, couple of years, really. Uh, and I'm I'm glad to have him on today. Not only on today, but an actual live Q and A. Uh, for the PNP Nation to enjoy and enjoy thoroughly. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this is Flip Gordon. How are you tonight, Flip Gordon? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. It's great to have you on the show tonight. I appreciate you having me. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. So uh, are you a sports fan, Flip? I am a sports fan, actually. Oh, and who do you like? Who who are your sports team? Uh, college and pro football. Uh, pro football. I am a New England Patriots fan. Oh, that's unfortunate. I have been since I was five years old yeah. when I got a Drew Bledsoe jersey. Oh man, that's unfortunate. So pre Brady era. <laughs> but pre-Brady. man, he's made it easy being a Pats fan. Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. I, I. Uh, the Pats is one of my least favorite teams, so um, that's unfortunate. I had uh, I had Matt Taven on the show before, and he's a Pats fan too. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, man. But you know, it's it's good to be on the uh, the winning the winning side, I guess you could say, because the Pat the Pats are <laughs> one of the greatest teams in in the history of 
mankind dynasty. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, it's, and it's easy. To say. Hey man, we're going for seven this year. Yeah, yeah. How long do you think it's going to no be? No problem. Uh... No problem. We got many other weapons. That's true. That is true. How long is going? How long do you think it's going to be before before Brady uh, hang up the boots? I think if he wins seven this year, I think he'll he'll go out on top. Yeah. Yeah, if he doesn't win this year, I think he'll play another two, three years. I, I think so too. I think he'll <laughs> I think he'll come back if if y'all don't win again this year. But I think I think if he wins, I think he has to retire. Yeah, because like if you win seven, like you can't like you just just quit like that's just right. be done. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Yep, I agree with that. I thought the question was going to be how many weeks until Grump returns, and I was going to say uh, maybe like four. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a good point too. So, yeah. What about your college? Who you like in college? I'm not much of a college sports fan, actually. Okay. I'm yeah. really busy, so like when I'm traveling, like it's I'm lucky enough to catch NFL and NBA. Got it. Um, let alone anything college. Got but it. when I was in college, my favorite sport was basketball. I loved college basketball what you like? mainly because i was a, a mascot and got okay. like courtside nice. like for all the games and got to be on the court and got to mess with the players and the refs yep but uh i just fell in love with the sport of basketball and i wish i'd played but it was always during wrestling season so never got to nice nice who you like in college Ooh, i like um kentucky okay Obviously. All right. Um, Well, I went to North Idaho College, which is a junior college, so Mm -hmm. we played in a different league. Got it. Got it. So you're, what, north, kind of northwest, north central type of, uh, uh, you said North Idaho? Yeah, I went to North Idaho College. We were the Cardinals. Okay, nice. The North Idaho Cardinals. Nice. Yeah, well, I'm a uh, I'm a Titans fan, big Titans fan. Um, been a Titans fan since uh, 1996. Uh, I'm a, I'm a huge a huge Ohio State fan. Like I'm I'm just I'm, I'm like like pro wrestling is one A and like Ohio State football is like one B. That's how much I love Ohio State football. Um, and I started becoming a Titans fan in '96 when Eddie George. Uh, became a part of the the Tennessee Titans or the Tennessee Oilers at the time, and um, yeah, I've been a Titans fan ever since. The past twenty three years, I've been a I've been a Titans fan because of being an Ohio State fan. As far as as far as uh, college basketball, I've been a Duke fan, Duke basketball fan since nineteen ninety. So I'm celebrating my twenty ninth year as a Duke fan. So um, and, and a lot of people don't like Duke, but it's kind of like the Patriots, you know. Duke is kind of like the Patriots. It's like uh, they're they're such a good dynasty that people just hate on them. I just don't like the Patriots because I'm a Titans fan and it's an AFC rival. So uh, that's that's my reason. Um, a lot of people just hate on them, but uh, you know, like I said, you're on the you're on the winning team by being a Titans fan. Uh, by by being hey a man, Patriots everybody's fan. got their favorites, and everybody's got a story as to why their team's their favorite. That's so. true. What's your st- what's your story on the Pats? You just grew up liking them because of Bledsoe? 
Well, actually, so growing up, I never really met my dad until I was five years old. Okay. And the first time I met my dad, we played this game called Hot and Cold, and where if you get close to it, you're getting warmer. You get further away from the object, you're getting colder. Okay. And eventually I found the present, which was the Drew Blesser jersey. Ah, and like I said, I was five years old, so when... <laughs> It being my first jersey, I just fell in love with it. It was from my dad, so I was like, "This is the best thing ever," and I wore it all the time. And then, and then Brady came about, and I was a little sad. But <laughs> wow. well, that's well, you know, that's a that's a pretty dope story. I mean, <laughs> I can't you can't really beat that as far as why you're a Pats fan. So, uh, you know, that has that has a lot of a rich history to it. Speaking of rich history, yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, that's a, that's really cool, man. That's a that's a really dope story. Um, so you have uh, you you've been in the in the game for a while, but it's it's really been the past couple of years that uh, the fans have really noticed you from more of a national scale, and it's mainly uh, because I mean one of the biggest reasons is because of your feud with uh, with Bully Ray uh, for for a while there. Just a just a really quintessential. Baby face versus heel. You uh, were small in stature. You, uh, the, the, you know, bully. Uh, bully Ray was, you know, such and still is such an uh, amazing heel. Uh, what? Just go, go over your thoughts as far as just Bully Ray's contribution to where you are today, as far as just national exposure. Uh, I just thought it was really cool how he wanted to be able to work with me mm-hmm. and saw me as as an opportunity or not as an opportunity, as a project, I guess, because he saw the potential and saw what I could have been and decided to take me a different route and taught me a lot because I can do moves, but he was trying to teach me story. Yes, absolutely. And so working with him for the great part of the year, not only getting to work with other great legends like Sam and, um, but just to be in the ring with him and like learn just, from like being in there, hearing how he put stuff together, it's just it was a really cool experience, and not everybody got to wrestle uh, Bully Ray inside Madison Square Garden. That's true. So I think that was really cool. That's true, and I was there too. So, um, so, so with that, what do you think the importance of like the face heel mm-hmm. dynamic is still in 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 pro wrestling? Flip. I think I lost you. Still there, buddy? Says you're still online, Flip. Are you still there, buddy? You still hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. You still there, Flip? Can you hear me now? I can. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Mm. 
DMP Nation, can you hear me? Ah. Okay. I don't know what just happened. Uh, PMP Nation, can you hear me? I think I'm all set. Can you hear me, PMP Nation? We're going to try this again. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, you but flip is in and out. Okay. All right, I'm going to try to call Flip back right back. Mm-hmm. All right, just hold hold tight, uh, PMP Nation. what happened but we are back in live flip are you there i am can you hear me yeah all right i can hear you well man that was that was odd but uh yeah so so the uh importance of baby faces and heels in the current product Uh, i think it makes it so much easier when you're having a baby face and a heel because i just think it's an easier story to tell Mm -hmm. um just because from being a very little uh, you're always taught good versus evil, so I think it's really easy to understand. Um, good versus good, face versus face, I think is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, these days it looks very unrealistic to choreograph, depending on who it is in there. Um, so I am always for uh, baby face and heel. Growing up, were you a bigger fan of the baby faces or the heels? I was a bigger fan of the baby faces. Oh, that's awesome. Who was your favorite? John Cena. John Cena, really? Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so you, you talked about on the uh, re- recent episode of uh, VETV, um, you were riding with, uh, you know, Villain Enterprises with uh, PCO and uh, Marty and Brody. And you guys were talking about uh, the, the importance of presence uh, in in just the pro wrestling period, and you mentioned uh, Steve Austin and Great Muda with the Mist, and I and I was like, you know, that's a really good, interesting topic to talk about because I'm an old school fan. I've been a pro wrestling fan for over 30 years now, actually almost 35, and um, 
I, 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 that stuck to me when you guys were talking about that as far as just the importance of presence in, in wrestling and especially Muda with the Miss. Now, I'm, I'm interested to, to, to know just uh, a little bit more into that as far as just how and, you know, and how, how as far as the presence. Do you think that pro wrestling has gone away from having a strong character presence nowadays? Uh, I think it's getting back to it, actually. I okay. think a lot a lot more these days getting back. I think we did go through a period where a lot of people were just focusing on the moves. Mm-hmm. Hey, I can do this, and nobody else can, so this is going to get me booked. Yeah. But now it's coming full circle where it's like, hey, remember Mick Foley, Mankind? Mm-hmm. You know, remember that character that everybody fell in love with? Yeah. You know, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, that character, that man that everybody fell in love with? You know, it was never about the moves. It was about the character itself, and I think people are finally realizing that again. Yep. Conor McGregor sells tickets not because, you know, of his size, but because he is a character. Absolutely. He sells tickets. You either want to see him win or you want to see him lose. But regardless, you want to see this guy fight. That's it right there. Absolutely, 100%. Conor McGregor is a really, really good uh, example. Um, so you recently joined the Villain Enterprises uh, faction as the mercenary. Um, and, uh, you know, Marty Scroll did the the, uh, the, the, the yeah. promo on the TV screen. And then uh, you were uh, next to him and in the ring at the same time. Uh, and it was a really cool, really cool thing. It was kind of a surprise for me because I wasn't expecting you to be in VE, but it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting transition from, from being someone who's like a, was like a super duper baby face and villain enterprises is more, um, Marty and the villain enterprise has become more baby face like, you know, still kind of heelish ways, but still getting cheered by the crowd. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's babyface like. I would say it's the, the best way to describe it is more rock star like because we just do whatever we want. You said rock star. Like, yeah, but not like rock star. Like, you know, rock stars do whatever they want. Got it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. just a cool thing now. We're and people think cool, even though we're just gonna do whatever we want, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, I think uh, I still like the baby face in here characteristic, but I think even with I think PCO makes it hard to to to, to boo you guys. You know what I mean? Because PCO he's he's not human. Uh, he's he's been on my show a couple times, and I, you know you just love you gotta love his story, man. And it's really hard to boo that. Um, what are your what's your what's your take on factions? What's your favorite faction of all time? Ooh, favorite faction of all time? Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't think I really have one. Okay, um, what's the most memorable? Growing one? up, when I was growing up, the first faction I ever saw was Evolution. Okay, so that shows you how late I started watching wrestling. Um, DX. I saw DX as a faction. There's, I mean, there's a couple others, but nothing. I guess current day. Ooh, it's so tough. I really don't know. I can't pick just one. There's, there's some good ones, but I don't know enough to really make a 
a true pick. Got it. So DX and Evolution is the ones you grew up on. Wow. Sweet. All right, so we got some axe flip questions. Uh, Lexi's asking, when you were serving in the Army National Guard, uh, quote, thank you for your service, did you find yourself learning skills that you utilize in the ring today? Uh, I just think the main thing would have to be the discipline that the military taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, not only for wrestling, but for life in general. It helped me so much. Uh, when I first graduated high school, I wanted to move to Florida to start training to be a professional wrestler. Um, but I don't think I would have been ready. I think I had to go on the, the journey called life. And I think one of the things that was uh, meant to prepare me for wrestling was the Army. And I think that's why I was supposed to go do uh, the Army first, because it really taught me uh, not only how to be away from home, but how to be on the road, how to be not only physical, but mentally disciplined. Um, it was just, it was a great blessing. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, so what, what, what made you become, like, people usually choose their style of wrestling. You know, you're very aerial. What, what made you, I, I, I know your size kind of, you know, hints at that, but what made you want to become like a, uh, an aerial uh, type of superstar? Uh, I think it was guys like Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Mm. um, Paul London. Um, Just I remember just seeing these guys fly through the sky, and I just remember being in awe. And then I'd I'd go to the trampoline and just replicate it, you know, try my best to at least. And it was so much fun. I just loved being in the air. And then in college, um, I learned, like, more gymnastics, learned how to control my body in the air a little bit more, and it was just... I just became addicted. I love flying. I love being in the air. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and the fans love it, too. All right, so uh, as we wrap up here, uh, let's uh, get a question or two. Cody's asking, Axe Flip, how did the, quote, where do you think you're going rip start? Um, That all started from, it was the first time that they ever asked me to be on Being the Elite. And it was down in Mexico, Tijuana. And it was just, the they pitched the whole bit to me. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was going to be. Um, but the where do you think you're going was to get into the pile driver. And it just blew up and became something, uh, uh, I guess some would say viral almost overnight. And it was really cool to see. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Awesome, man. So here's my question to you before we close up, Flip. Do you really like your steak well done? I do, yeah. I'm, I don't like pink in my steak at all. And I get lots of crap from it from everybody, <laughs> including my girlfriend's father, um, all the time. It's just, I, I like it that way. I mean, I've been sick from food a lot, and so I take extra precaution. And, ah. you know, people might give me crap for it, but I don't care. Got it, got it. I used to be a well done guy too. Like everything was well done. Uh, I'm more of a I'm a medium well now. I like I like uh, some. See, like I like a medium well because if you say well done at a restaurant, ninety nine percent of the time they're gonna burn the crap out. Of yes, it. absolutely. And that's the reason why I went to medium well. Sometimes I do medium. It depends on the place. Like sometimes people. I, I, I agree with you. I don't like the red. I don't like red much either. 
So when it, I usually say medium well, sometimes medium compared, you know, depending on the steak price. Um, yeah. But medium rare and 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 uh, medium rare and, and and rare. I'm like, oh no, what are you trying to do? You're trying to get sick. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've just been sick before, so to me, it's like, it's like, ah, uh, no thanks. Yeah, precautions. Yeah, that's what it's up for sure. All right, a couple more questions. Uh, uh, Lexi's asking, uh, looking at the wrestling stars who have passed, can you name one that you would have loved to have a match with? Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, that would have been a really nice match to see, absolutely. Daniel's asking, uh, what's it like working with PCO, and what's the most valuable piece of advice he's given to you? And do you hope Skrull will stick around ROH when his contract's up? Good question. Uh, absolutely. And I think PCO is he's an unbelievable character, and he's a psychopath because... I truly believe he is not human because of the things he does. Yeah. And until I am proven otherwise, he's not human. Well, that's a good question. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I agree. <laughs> All the stuff I've seen is, yeah. He bounced his head off the mat and then not only continued, but continued the loop like yeah. nothing would ever happen. Yep. I remember he did a senton uh, from the top rope. Like you usually, you know, you usually have tables to break your fall. But he did a senton, and someone moved uh, from the steel. I mean, from from the very from the floor, and so he just had a, had a big thud, um, and it was crazy. And of course, you know, recently he just jacked up his eye. So uh, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, definitely. Yeah, I was talking about the eye. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, last question, guys. Uh, can you tell us about a match where you felt both you and your opponent, opponent quote, left it all on the mat? Are you kidding me? Never. Never? Never. Okay. Any Anything close? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Got it. I mean, I'm sure something's gone off, but we're all professional. And, it's, you know, that's part of wrestling is improvising and just going out there and fighting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's your favorite uh, match of your career so far? Ooh, that's tough. I've had so many cool matches. I mean, I wrestled Jay Lethal. Uh, at All In for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yep. I wrestled... Bully Ray inside of Mass sold out Madison Square Garden. Um, I got to wrestle with my friends in New Orleans WrestleMania weekend in a in a six man ladder match. Uh, I got to wrestle Will Ospreay in Chicago and in Tokyo. Both some of my matches I'll never forget. Uh, there's, those are just a few, but man, it's been such a fun ride, and I hope there's many more yeah. because. It's just, it's been surreal. It's been unreal. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of unreal, you got an opportunity to win the Ring of Honor uh, World Television Championship at uh, the end of the month uh, at Death Before Dishonor. So let the fans know about uh, what you have in store for that and uh, your expectations, uh, hopefully, to walk out as a TV champ in a triple threat match. Oh, I mean, it, I think I've already beaten Shane and Tracy enough. 
to not have to worry about walking into Vegas and walking out the TV champ. I think it's finally my time, and I think it's finally time for me to show the world, and not only world, but Ring of Honor, that it's my time to be TV champ. All right, absolutely. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, all my social media is the same. It's at the Flip Gordon Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Awesome. Once again, that's uh, at the Flip Gordon September twenty second at Vegas, uh, September twenty seventh. Death before dishonor. Uh, Flip Gordon has an opportunity to defeat Shane Taylor uh, for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship, but he also is going to have Hot Sauce Tracy Williams from Lifeblood in the match too. So we'll see how that goes. Best wishes to you, Flip. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Have a good night. You as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. P&P Nation, thanks for uh, uh, all your interaction with Flip Gordon live on the show tonight. That was absolutely awesome. Good job. Uh, I agree, Daniel. Book Flip as TV champ. Um, I'm, I'm all for that for sure, man. He's uh He's become a sensation over the past uh, probably a couple of years, man, when he first started uh, getting into this feud with Bully Ray. And, um, and uh, yeah, man, it's been awesome. Um, thanks, Cody. Awesome booking. Chris Phillip is one of my favorites, actually. Oh, nice, Cody. That's awesome, man. Uh, thank you, Daniel. Good interview. Seems like a nice dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From my conversations with him uh, off air, man, he definitely seems like a um, – just a you know, just a cool guy, man. Just a uh, down to earth type of guy, and I, I've I've talked about that before, man. I love when I love when people who become well known in wrestling stay humble. I love that, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, check out my interview, my first interview. I think I've, I've had Matt Seidel on the uh, the show twice. Check out my first interview with Matt Seidel. He talks about that how he loved uh, he loved just being a mark for the business and um i agree man i i 100 agree with that I, th- I think wrestlers should be marks i think wrestlers should be the biggest marks <laughs> for the for for wrestling uh i think wrestlers should be bigger marks than fans are um, just because it really keeps the passion and uh, excitement of being a, a pro wrestler it's it can, you can get burned out in this in this industry man you really can i mean you travel 250 to 300 days a year and you have to do even more traveling when you're in the indies like if if you want your life if you want uh to make a living as a wrestler like like you're traveling from place to place every single week and like you it's such a tough tough industry you're you're traveling as an indie person uh, it's even worse really i mean because at least with the WWE, you have, you know, good pay and, and time off, you know, still have a couple of days off a week. But with the Indies, man, uh, a lot of times you got to keep a, uh, a nine to five job. And, you know, in, in addition, you have to typically four days a week, sometimes five days a week. You got to get in where you fit in wherever you can uh, to, to drive yourself from place to place on the Indies. Uh, I think I talked to I think I talked to uh when I had um uh oh gosh. What's his name? 
Um, oh man, uh, let's see. My dude, uh, uh, Ar Fox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out. Wait a minute. Uh, Ar Fox. When I Ar Fox on the show, um, he was talking about that, just the the grind and things like that. So, um, there's a lot. I mean, check out my check out my older interviews, man. There's a lot of. I really enjoyed a lot of interviews from certain people um uh, and there's a lot of and i was thinking about doing this actually so i need the pmp to first of all donate to patreon you see right there donate to patreon so i can have some resources because uh, i was thinking i was thinking about writing a book guys i was thinking about i've had 200 interviews on this show and uh or cl- at least close to it um well i've had more i've had way more than 200 i'm talking about with like different people so I've had way more than 200 interviews on the show. And so with over 200 interviews, I was actually thinking about re- watching all of, uh, I mean, re- looking at all of my interviews, listening to all of my interviews, and just really taking um, a bits and pieces of all of it and just really writing a book based on the interviews on the show. Because there's so much rich stuff that I've acquired from people on this uh, on this show, and um, I mean seven almost seven and a half years of this show, and I've really I've really considered about doing that this year, um, like seriously. So I need uh, I need some encouragement from the PNP Nation, not only by uh, word but by in deed in action. Donate to that pit to that Patreon, so I can. Uh, get some resources to to give me some time uh to to start writing on this book man cuz i i really think that it could go really well um yeah yeah and that's even in in the, in the book you know the the title I, I thought about that um the leader says it sounds like a great idea yeah i've i've been really thinking about that like seriously thinking about that I've interviewed over two hundred. I've had over two hundred interviews on the show, in seven and a half years, and there's so much. I mean, I've interviewed legends, man. I've interviewed Jake Roberts. I've interviewed Goldberg, uh, Eric Bischoff more than once, Vince Russo more than once. So I have like interviews from all types of eras. I mean, I've interviews about the Attitude Era. I can. I mean, I, I have. I have material about the Attitude Era. I have material about the Money Night Wars. I have material about uh, ruthless aggression. Um, I just have a, a, a lit, I just have a plethora of stuff to write about. Like I've been. I've legend legends like Bushwhacker Luke, um, uh, my boy uh, uh, Bill Dundee, and so. Yeah, man, just a lot of uh, Greg Gagne. Um, I just recently spoke with him. Uh, I've interviewed uh, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet. Um, yeah, man, uh, Eli Drake, uh, Chris Masters multiple times. Um, yeah, just just a lot of. I've inter- I think Ricky Steamboat. I think I've interviewed twelve. 12 Hall of Famers, WWE Hall of Famers. Um, Teddy Long has some good road stories to share, too. 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, awesome, man. I, you know, so, yeah, I, I need your encouragement, not only in word, but in deed. So uh, go ahead and donate to that Patreon that's right underneath that logo there. Uh, that'll really give me some encouragement to start writing on that book. So <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff. Um, there's a lot of good material that can be shared with the book. And, uh, and to be honest with you, I just don't have the time now as far as just all the stuff that I do. But, uh, if I have enough, uh, Patreon, uh, subscribers, Patreon members, um, I'll be able to open up some stuff to, to get that started. So I need your support. Uh, go ahead and donate to that Patreon down there. Um, and I appreciate your support very, very much. I pose for a pick with my son. That's awesome, Daniel. Um, and then uh, JSP says, uh, Al Snow was jealous of Foley's new book and success. Classic, man. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, I do remember the, when Al, the Al Snow and Mick Foley feud. I've had Al Snow on my show before, too. Um, that was a very interesting uh interesting interview so how you doing tonight pmp nation uh we're gonna have some fun tonight y'all this is plan b um this is uh we're gonna have a watch party tonight gsp never sent me a uh um uh a match to watch so you're you're fire <laughs> uh so yeah but i i, I will we'll pick one We'll pick one by the um, by the end of the show. Um, so yeah, of course, Axe Chris hashtag Axe Chris for any Axe Chris questions. Uh, and again, man, if you guys want me to get started on this book, man, um, supporting me is where to go. All right, check this out, guys. Um, get up to a thousand dollar bonus with your first deposit through my bookie y'all like that's uh this is uh super dope man super super dope so here's the thing like i told you before if if you found a hundred dollars on the street guys look would you pick it up or keep walking of course you'd take the money if it's just right there on the street maybe maybe i'll be like hey who's this this hundred dollar bill but nobody uh responds to it man you know might have pick it up and take it so why you keep why you keep picking winners and not betting on them Here's the thing. That's why I go to MyBookie. It's my, as fast, as easy, and then you pay when you win. Let's face it. When you're betting, is just as important as who you're betting on. And, again, I, like I said, as you see right there, um, from what I've experienced, man, I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't be telling you guys to, to, to go to MyBookie if it wasn't legit. So here's the thing. You go to MyBookie, as you see right here on the screen, $1,000 sign-up bonus, $225,000 uh, guarantee for the MyBookie Super Contest, 200% referral bonus for existing customers. So basically, you, you sign up with MyBookie and then you refer somebody, and then you get a referral bonus. And, of course, you get 150% casino bonus up to uh, $750. So you just join there. Uh, and you, you do that and, and you go on there and did you know that you can even bet on games after kickoff? Uh, maybe you had a, maybe you're trying to rush home and, uh, to, to watch that, to watch that game on a Sunday afternoon. You came from church and, uh, 
it's almost one o'clock and you want to hit that game real quick <clears throat> you can still bet i mean this is this is what differentiates this from my bookie from a lot of other play from a lot of companies is that you can actually bet on games after kickoff uh if by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose you can always just take the other side that's a uh, quite quite interesting um if you like if you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot try a parlay if all your picks come through you're multiply your winnings and no matter how you bet the nfl season is the best time of the year i agree with that totally um especially as a uh, nfl and college football fan i love the fall season um it is football season my favorite season of the year so here's a deal here's the deal you join now and you and you join my bookie the mybookie.ag or you can even go to mybookie.com it'll automatically redirect and you will double your first deposit you enter the promo code pancakes to activate the offer so if you join now as you see here you got your promo code pancakes you put it right there you see that right there put the promo code pancakes let me uh, enlarge this for you boom right there you put the promo code pancakes and you put in uh other or podcasts which podcast pancakes and power slams simple as that see that boom there's your promo promo code pancakes how'd you hear about us podcasts which source pancakes and power slams really really easy stuff of how to link up with my bookie all right. So once again, that's mybookie.ag. You go to sign up. You go to promo here. There you go. You get your uh, you get your promo. You enter pancakes for your promo offer to activate it, uh, and you'll be ready to go. So once again, mybookie.com, mybookie.ag. Uh, go and be sure to hop on that and make your NFL season very fun and lucrative as well. So enjoy the enjoy the season, guys, and uh, hop on to mybookie.ag. PNP Nation, <laughs> I like it. I like it, Daniel. <laughs> Tell them Doctor Chris sent you. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> good stuff, guys. Absolutely good stuff. All right. Uh, I wonder how the withdrawing prices are beside to go to like they act funny when you try to withdraw. I think that's a, that's a good question to leader. Hop on there and type on the promo stuff. Um, <clears throat> hop on to my bookie and then uh, 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 contact uh, their staff as far as that is concerned. That's a really good question. All right. So you guys ready for the headlines? Um, uh, we're not going to talk about much today because I really want to focus on um, – I really want to focus on this watch party. We got class of champions as well, um, so we're going to have a, a really good time uh, with that. So, lots of fun, uh, PNP Nation. Um, so, how's everybody doing today? Let me let me know where you where you guys are at. Um, let me know where you guys are at. How y'all doing, PNP Nation? Before I jump into everything, just Give me a uh, give me a, a roll call. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? You guys ready for class of champions? 
<laughs> a lot of people just forgot. OHIO Luke says, Sports Huddle's all good. The leader just got off work, work a double. You worked a double the leader. Wow. Man. Um man, you're dedicated. You're dedicated. Uh salute you, man. Um where do you work out if you mind if you don't mind sharing? Working doubles. Working doubles. Where do you where do you work at working uh working doubles, man? That's uh that's a lot. That's a lot. <clears throat> where do you work? Uh woke up from a short nap just to catch P and P. That's what I'm talking about, Cody. That's what I'm talking about. Whoa, Daniel. Waiting for your wife's water to break. Second little man coming soon. Congratulations, man. That is awesome. That is super duper awesome, man. Congratulations, first of all, for your baby. Uh, that's incredible. Congratulations. And second of all, that the fact that you're listening and watching the PNP as you're waiting for your wife's water to break. Um, don't I feel special? <laughs> Thank you so much for spending your time with PNP. Um, that is uh, that's quite awesome, man. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Lots of love there. Um, work at AT and T, Deleter. Okay, nice. Absolutely, that's awesome, man. Uh, so what what do you do there? What do you do? Uh, what do you do at uh, at AT and T? Um. What are you doing, AT and T? Working doubles, making that money, making that money. Um, trying to get these picks together. <clears throat> I forgot about that uh, part. Let's see. Let's see. Any ask Chris questions? Yeah, give give Daniel some some love, man. Give Daniel some love for sure. That was uh that's some awesome stuff. Ask Chris questions. Uh what you what you guys got? What you guys got for that? Try to get these headlines together as uh I wait for you. You install things, I need need internet installed on your guy. There you go. And you're living uh, and you live in or no not you. I think uh do you live in where? Where you stay at? What where, where state do you stay? At? I don't want to guess it wrong. <laughs> I I know somebody said they lived in Oregon last week. I think it was, but I don't remember who it was that said that they, um, they lived in Oregon. So I don't want to get it wrong. So where do you stay at? I want to I want to give you some. Um, since you worked a double and still there. Um, <laughs> Come convince Verizon offer uh, files here later. That's what I need. I have Spectrum. I tried AT and T and um, just didn't fit uh, my house. So I have I've had Spectrum for a while. Yeah, do, do you have Spectrum where y'all stay? I live in Ohio, of course, as you know, as you as you all know. Um, do y'all have uh, you have Spectrum? I have Spectrum in my in my neck of the woods. Um, what internet do y'all have? 
Uh, Axe the Doc. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about the Fiend being in a dark match against B Team instead of attacking Taker? Feels like it kind of devalues him in a uh, a bit. I I love that question. Um, I agree. I agree. I I think that they wanted to have. Okay, okay. You're from Portland, Oregon, and you live in Miami. Okay, cool. Um, only Comcast at your house, Cody. Price of living in the middle of nowhere. Uh, where do you stay? What state do you live in, Cody? Um, yeah, good question, Daniel. I, uh, I, I don't like it, man. I, I, the only reason why I think that they are doing it, or the reason why I think that they did it, was because of the MSG uh, feel to it. Otherwise, that made absolutely no sense to me. Uh, why they would do that on the house show? I mean, I, I, in a dark match. I mean to say, um, Pennsylvania. Okay, uh, Cody lives in Pennsylvania. Um, so yeah, so I think that's the only reason why they did it. So if, if that's the case, I'm cool with that. But other, you know, other, other than that, yeah, you know, uh, I'm not a, not a fan. So, all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the he- these headlines. So, uh, the nature boy, Rick Flair, Rick Flair, the nature boy, um, He's uh he's uh pretty upset, man. Yeah, he's uh um actually let's I think I got some headlines music. Um this is plan B, but I still think I got some headlines music. Here we go. We gotta do it we gotta do it right, ladies and gentlemen. Headlines, here we go. There we go. Now we get to the nature boy Rick Flair. So I'm gonna play this video actually. Um I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna play the the flare video, and this guy was uh, rightfully so. He was upset that uh, that uh, the WWE. Um, he was upset that the WWE uh, didn't give give him any royalties, man, for the man gimmick. So, we'll play this uh, video from a TMZ interview that he had. Um, and you guys let me know what you think about it. So as we get to right, all right, let's get to this video. Uh, people are already saying, uh, classic music. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So yeah. So y'all also, man, y'all y'all some P and P fans. Y'all 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 know what the deal is, man. Y'all you can tell that people, you can tell that y'all some P and P fans for sure. Um, because y'all are awesome and y'all know the y'all know the music. All right, so let's li- let's listen to this Ric Flair uh, uh, interview from TMZ. A lot of people were like, "What is he up to?" Like, cause you went at you 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 told Becky Lynch and and. You okay, put her on for, notice. For, okay, no, and actually I did not. Here's, as God is my witness, and I feel so bad. I'm glad that I'm having this opportunity clear there. Um, when I first saw this go down in August of 2018, right. I thought, cool, the man, my giving versus my daughter, Charlotte. 
Right, right, Okay, that's the day it started, right after SummerSlam. Right. Um, I thought, cool. So, um, I said, I'm going to make some money. It's my trademark. They have it. You've been saying it. Yeah, you've been yeah. saying it. No, yeah, I know. I've been yeah. saying it since 1981. Yeah. So, uh, I sent them a text. I got my royalty statement. I sent them a text. And um, their lawyer, who just has no respect for me whatsoever, which is something I'm not going to deal with much longer. Um, he said, uh, you're wrong, it's not, it's not even close. I said, it's not even close? He said, boom. So then I sent him another text, he didn't respond. So, um, I had my lawyer call. And he blew up my lawyer. This is all in 2018, gotcha, or in gotcha. January of 19. So I go, okay. Uh, so I call, I told Hunter, I said, Hunter, I'm gonna file. I mean, the reason they don't have it, my understanding is the reason they don't have it is because it's too close to mine. So okay, let's say, I've been saying to be the man, which I have trademarked, I wrote a book to be the man, right. and I have, um, You got the shirt on right now. Yeah, yeah, well, this is my, I'm just yeah. doing this stuff, you know, promoting yeah. my own stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, so I told Hunter, I said, hey, you know, push come to shove, I'm gonna file for it. I may not get it, but here's the deal. Um, I love Becky Lynch, and no one has supported the women's division more than me as an outsider. As a matter of fact, I've told the guys, that I, and as I would have texted Becky last night, and Sasha, but I'm, I'm sure Becky, I don't know what the WWE spin has been to her. Right. Um, they stole it last night. It's, it's funny, my daughter is so mad at me because I filed not even understanding. It's not with Becky. I have no beef with Becky. But here's the deal. When I almost died two years ago, one person, one person stayed by me the whole time. 31 days in ICU, 12 days while I was dying on a respirator, and I'm going to take care of her and her family and my family that has taken care of me no matter what i don't care what the wwe thinks of me personally i know they love me right but obviously they've lost respect for me if i don't win and even if i won becky can have it all day long so you, I, i'm your glad letter, your letter your yeah letter but i want the company the to pay me for it because i'm right. going to take care of my family i am going to be the man and if i don't get it my you know my tombstone will say he died trying to be the man <laughs> if I don't get it, you know what my tombstone is going to say. He died trying to be the man, big man. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's that, man. Um, Ric Flair, the nature boy, is trying to uh, get the man gimmick. Uh, this is Evan Tech Prout on here calling in i gotta figure out where he's calling in from there we go uh, there he is evan tech proud what's going on going on can you hear me absolutely absolutely what's going on pnp nation rick flair rick flair the nature, nature boy hey absolutely Woo! i need some need some money for my alimony I don't know what it's for, but uh, here's my thing, man. I think that um, I think he's I think he's totally right doing this. To be honest with you, um, 
I mean, rightfully so, man. I mean, why, why would you? It, it just makes perfect sense in my head of, of why you would want to get paid for something you've been using for 40 years. You know what I mean? Like, it just, why wouldn't you? And I think, and it makes sense because it seemed like the, um, it, it's a trademark. You know, it, it, he's trademark. I mean, you have to file, when you file trademarks, you file for different, um, uh, different categories. Um, I, I've looked into some trademark stuff. Um, and you file for different categories. And the thing is, both the man is a pro wrestling term. It's a pro wrestling term. Now, you can spend more money and file for the man in different categories. But Rick Mann corners the market when it comes to the man being on uh as far as professional wrestling he's been using for for over 40 years and so you know wwe has good lawyers i mean they they've uh they've beat a lot of stuff (laughs) over the past uh 30 years um but i don't know it just seems like uh based on rick flair's i mean there's tons of footage dating back to the early 80s of when he started saying it so um, now, if you file a trademark, yeah. as far as I remember, if you file a trademark, you would have to show it, it is not. It can be, it can be retroactive in the sense of you showing, you know, when is the first time you can show proof of actually uh, using the term. So, I right. think with with, with Flair, um, he can show through tons of footage that you know at least the early 80s is when um you know he can he can show footage before becky was even born you know so <laughs> you know so so, so he's, he's got he's got the legal documentation that he, that he can use to, to prove that mm-hmm. you know he's been using the man gimmick so i think that uh i think that he can i think he, he can really beat Beat WWE, be the first yeah. person to beat WWE in, 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 when it comes to courts, if, the, if that's the case. Yeah, do it. Well, I'm, I'm not going to let Rick Flair kill my creation. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too. The question is how long has Rick Flair legally had the term the man trademark? That's the question. Because I know I had my trademarks too with my company and my show and on YouTube friends. So what Flair is saying is right. He's the man. Be the man, beat the man. Woo, all of that. The problem comes with this, and I was thinking about it on the flip side. How long has he used the man since before Becky Lynch was born, before we all was born? Everybody listen to this show. Flair been wrestling forever. Why now all of a sudden is it a problem? Because remember... When Goldberg started in WCW, he was called The Man, too. But it was D.A., The Man. Flair said nothing of the sort, didn't care, didn't sue him. Even though that was short-lived, that was, Nick, that was Goldberg's nickname back. Going to say he's on the street. The Man, Hena said it. Shivani said it. Mike Tanay. Flair didn't say anything. Years later, how long has Becky Lynch been The Man? It's about maybe a year. Now Flair's causing a lawsuit. Now he's trying to sue the question is, one, how long has Flair had the actual trademark? How long has Flair had the man trademark if he has? Number two, WWE is going to say the same thing. I say, all right, Rick, you are the man. It's true. 
Why all of a sudden now are you trying to see? So at the end of the day, it's probably going to be a settlement. Well, probably I, think, settle. I think in fairness to Rick, though, the, the, the issue isn't with Goldberg as far as being demand. The issue mm-hmm. is that they're getting their WWE's trying to get money off of it. They're exactly to, right. Uh, they're trying to show. They're trying to sell merch. Right. Now, that's the biggest right. thing. Like Goldberg didn't have any dumb man merch. It was just typical yeah, Goldberg yeah. his logo and stuff like that. It's um, WCW. Yeah, and it was, you know, and yeah, and, it's just and, and plus right. we don't even know if there was any type of thing backstage where they kind of slid some money to Flair right. or something like that. You know what I mean? But I think the the biggest thing for Flair now, which I can actually defend him uh for is the fact that they're trying to get money off of the man right exactly you know it's, I mean? it's now like it's now one mark is now a marketing tool right. and i, I get I, I get that man that that man is different but you just gotta look at it on all ends because you bring in the lawyers they're gonna bring that up for sure. all Goldberg's is the man and yep. you know so like you said, now Be- Becky Lynch and it's a strain on Charlotte, and like you said, it's WWE. The one thing they do great is marketing. So, like you said, you got the pop figures with the man. You got Becky Lynch signing stuff. You got TV shirts. You got all these TV spots. You got the the, the 2K video game coming out. Yep. So, uh, and Fred just signed the deal with Adidas. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, look. I'm not saying I agree with either or, but I'm with, I'm with Flair because on Flair's side, there's never been any merch with the man being sold anywhere until now. And we all know Flair as the man. We all know it. Yeah. That's been Flair, period. But I then a lot, of people, right, a lot of people get mad and say Flair is just a copy of Buddy Rogers. He said, well, Buddy Rogers didn't sell him and you know, the wool was from Jerry Lee Lewis and all of that. Yeah, but this is apples and oranges. It's 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 humble characters. There's nothing in wrestling that's original. Every body in wrestling has took from somebody else, whether it be Sting to Triple H to The Rock, because The Rock's haircut was from Elvis Presley. He said it himself. So now he's in Roy Flair's is a copy of Buddy Rogers. Yeah, but everybody bought from somebody. So yeah. you put your own spin, and if it's more famous than the person before, you can't get mad. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, and I, what, I, Le- I, yeah, I, what Lexi said is true. That is what Lexi said is true. The same thing I heard. He had a gentleman handshake with Triple H. Mm-hmm. We found this conversation. The company this did not follow through. So now there is threats of, uh, um, yeah, so. I hope Flair wins, but I, it might go down as a settlement. And that's what they're, they're being about. You know, it's a business. They're, they're really trying to produce the man. You got Becky Lynch. You got Seth Rollins. You got the video game coming out. Lord, Lord knows all the other stuff they got coming up. Seeing Survivor Series, the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't see. I mean, people are saying uh, in the chat, handshake agreements and things like that. That that definitely could be the case. Um, but I, I honestly, I don't see how. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see how uh, uh, WWE could could win this. I mean, Daniel's uh, mentioning a, a really good point as far as uh, the Nature Boy gimmick and you know Buddy Rogers, you know, habit of Buddy Rogers still around. And he did the same thing to Rick with the dynamic change thing. That's I think that's a really good question. Um, I think that 
I don't know. I, I think that even with the Nature Boy gimmick, that, again, we don't know if that's something that was discussed between uh, Buddy Rogers and, 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 uh, and Flair. Um, when did Buddy Rogers die? He died, uh, what, I think, like in the 90s, like early 90s maybe. Um, I think. 92 he died. Yeah. I think, I think Flair has said in the interview that he has spoken to Buddy Rogers. I can see that. Before. But at the end of the day, you can't see Rick because it's a character. The Crow didn't try to see Sting with the Crow gimmick, with, mm-hmm. the, with the black and white. Yeah. They didn't, I mean, even though he looked similar, it still was a twist. Then Mortal Kombat, they, they sent the cease and desist letter to uh, Eric Bischoff and WCW for, for the whole Rath and Glacier. Yeah. That was a different story. Yeah. But for, for the character, I mean... And Hulk Hogan, from what I got, Hogan had to pay Marvel Comics a yearly price because the name Hulk was trademarked by Marvel Comics. So back in the late 80s and early 90s, Hulk Hogan had to pay Marvel some percentage to use the term Hulk. Yeah. Because they, they so it's a, it's a lot of back and forth. I mean, I, I personally hope somebody can beat WWE for once because WWE is very petty. Yeah. And, and Flair, yeah. Flair's being petty Flair. And WWE deserves it because we know how petty they get, especially with WWE and AEW. I don't think it's petty, though, man. Like you know, I don't, I don't even. I've, talk, I've they, talked to Ric Flair, and I, and of, uh, you know, I, I, I'll say this: uh, you and I both know that uh, Flair can be petty. <laughs> we, yeah, we know. We, we know. know. <laughs> uh, we know. But, but at the same time, I, I got to defend him on this one, man. Like. Uh, I just think that uh, you, you just when you're he's he's coined the man, he, he's coined the man, and WWE's trying to get money off of something that he coined. Like he he was like, listen, he yeah, yeah. he 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 was cool with it during the feud with him and Charlotte uh, because you know he was thinking that it was just going to be. Uh, I mean, feud with her and Charlotte, Becky and Charlotte, because he th- he thought it was going to be just a her and Charlotte thing. Makes sense right. to me. And then they said, and then he was talking about how okay, as time kept progressing and progressing, you know, he was like, okay, wait a minute now, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> right, right, I'm right. not in that feud anymore, and I'm still using the man gimmick. Uh, and then, as far as I know, like Triple H, like they just literally just abandoned them. Uh, I even heard somewhere the Triple H stopped following on Twitter. I'm not sure if that's true, but I heard about that somewhere. Yeah, and I did I, too. And I think, um, I'm, like, I'm like, really? I mean, they're yeah. like best friends. Like, that's petty. It was that, I mean, that's, really? That's petty. That is that's just, petty. I mean, now that is petty. I mean, that's like, it's lit, that's like it's school petty. crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it is, um, I, I know a lot of people are saying, that Flair's bought this and that. I know Daniel saying he bought tonight. That the chops, everyone is known for chops. Flair's is known for the chops, the figure four. I mean, Greg Valentine, depending on the generation, is known for the figure four. Yeah. You got the shit. And that's just moves. Eric, that's moves, too. You can't trademark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not trademark moves. You can't, you can't trademark moves. You know, you're not getting money from taking a little bit of, from, from, from people's style. If anything, that's more of an homage. You can't. There's there's no monet. There's no monetary value to that. If I'm tell if I'm uh, watching a bunch of tapes and and taking this person's type of gimmick, this person's move, this person's uh, you know catchphrase, unless a catchphrase 
catchphrase can be monetized uh, if, if you're if the person's making some money. Now that could be something that you can monetize, but a move, a certain style, things like that. I mean, those things those things can be monetized. To give any anybody for the historic event, you can't you can't train walk a move. I'm a big fan of baseball, the spitball. One of the first pitches that threw a Hall of Famer, Jack Chesbro. You can look him up. Or Ed Walsh. They fame the spitball. Mm. They can't trademark it. They can't, yeah. They can't. I mean, what's next? Patrick Mahomes was going to try to trademark the the no-look pass. (laughs) Right, exactly. You can't can't trademark moves. You can't. That kind of stuff. You can't monetize that stuff. Yeah, right, can. names, names. You can like name, you know, a name or something. Right, names. Okay. Yeah, yeah. names. But uh, you, know, you can monetize names, um, <clears throat> and and you know, but you can't monetize you know taking people's styles. If that's the case, of the young people be paying a lot of people. I, that's for sure. I, I, I hope I hope Flair and you know Chris, we have our personal views on Flair because we worked with him before. I hope personally Flair wins. I agree. Me too. I agree. Uh, I hope he wins. I agree. Yep. Uh, Daniel saying, "True, Chris. If that were the case, Triple H would be owning Arn Anderson a lot of money for spine bushes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he's Triple H has taken, you know, admittedly, he's taken styles from different people. I mean, Hogan would have to. I mean, there's a lot of people who had a, who would have to pay uh, uh, Billy Graham. You know, superstar Billy Graham." Uh, you know, there's a lot of people who admitted mm-hmm. that they've taken that, that they've taken style away from Graham. Uh, uh, Hogan's admitted it. Scott Steiner's admitted it. You know, there's there's plenty of others who've admitted that they've taken you know their 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 uh, their gimmick style, their their charisma from from Billy Graham. Same thing with Randy Orton. You know, I've met uh, uh, um, I've met Ronnie Garvin, really nice guy. I took a picture with uh, with with my with my yeah. son Elijah, and really nice guy. He would have to pay Orton. For, I mean, he would have to pay Paul. Uh, 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 he would have to pay uh, Ronnie Garvin for the for the Garvin stop, right? So there, there's a lot right. of of people. You can't just you can't monetize styles, but when it comes to you making money off of someone's catchphrase now that's a whole different di- that's a whole different deal for sure um, mm, what are they going to do yes, what is we'll what see. is becky Lynch going to do with flair wins to Boston? we shall see i'm telling you wwe is not giving up that name because they put too much money in marketing they're going to come up with a, with a settlement suit they're going to pay flair uh, a yearly they're going to pay flair a yearly allowance because uh, I mean, it's dirty, all that money. But what you gonna call Becky? Becky gonna go back to steampunk? Do you really want to see that? Right, With the right. goggles and the steam? No. Which I, which I, which I actually <laughs> like better. I mean, the whole to, to right. Be honest, I with you, too. The man gimmick, just uh, none of it. I, I mean, Becky was my one of my favorite wrestlers for a long time. She still is up there, but definitely not one of the top. The last uh, kicker. But it's just to me, honestly, it's like. I don't know, man. Since that man gimmick, it just seems like it was too contrived to me. Like it, it just, it just really didn't feel authentic. Like the the, the turn felt authentic, but I think when you slapped the man gimmick on it, it was just like, eh, you know, like it just really didn't feel. 
I don't know. I just it, it was a disconnect to me with with the whole man gimmick. Uh, number one, we never got an explanation on why she calls herself the man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think like she would do that. She would say it on Facebook. I mean, not Facebook, but Twitter. Like she would say it on social media why she's the man. And, and uh, I, I, I've uh, I've um, transcribed some interviews from her that she's explained why she was the man. But it's like eh, even even with the interviews I transcribed, like it was just like, eh, like it just still was not a it still it was still a weird type of explanation to that. Uh, Daniel said, "Yeah, it was definitely contrived and forced." Yeah, that's what I felt. I just I felt that it was contrived. Uh, Sports Huddle's uh, asking NST wrestler Dio Madden, formerly Brendan Williams, is joining Two Hundred Five Live commentary, replacing Nigel McGinnis. Oh, really? So Nigel's out of uh, Two Hundred Five Live. Which makes sense. I think you don't want to. I think you don't want to overbear people. I think you kind of want to keep the mystique of the commentating booth too. Because I was actually thinking about this. I was watching a bio of Mean Gene Oakland recently, and he is in the Hall of Fame for his personality. And I've shared this on the show before. Like, there's not many people who actually are in the Hall of Fame because of their personality like jim ross jim ross jerry lawler yeah jerry lawler has a rich rich history as a wrestler but he's in the wwe hall of fame namely because of his personality especially jim ross especially mean gene okerlin and i'm thinking like i don't know who in these days will be in the hall of fame because of their personality i don't see renee young charlie caruso although um, you know, kudos to them. I think that I think Renee Young was an amazing uh, backstage interviewer and kind of like sit down type of interviewer type of person. Um, uh, as far as I know, Fox is really big on her and want her to do the FS1 joint. Um, you, they're still trying to figure out what's going to happen in FS1 hour. So I think she's good in that vein, but I don't mm-hmm. see anybody. I don't even see them doing like Corey Graves. You know what I mean? No, I just, no, I just don't no, see. I don't, no. I don't see anybody. No, no, uh, like Corey pers- Graves. Yeah, I don't see anybody as a personality no, nowadays no. being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Actually, wait a minute. You forget somebody. You forget somebody. The only person that can be inducted for their personality alone in commentating would have to be either one, Joey Styles. Or to Don West. And Don West technically isn't a full time commentator because he's done so many he you know, his background is infomercials and being commercial. So I don't know if you would count him, but I uh, think Joey Styles the only one. Yeah, and I still would have uh, yeah, perhaps Joey Styles, but I'm I'm talking about current. I'm talking about the past five to seven. Oh right now. Oh yeah. no, gosh, no. Yeah, I mean okay, yeah. Cole Cole is Cole. Cole is has been there since he had the frost. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably put they'll put Cole in. Sugar Ray. Yeah, they'll put Cole, Cole in just because of the tenure, the longevity. Yeah. Yeah, personality. But that's the problem. Nobody has personality anymore yeah. for interview. No one likes Corey Grace, he's born. And their youngest cool, but she should be a backstage interviewer instead of commentating. Morano or Morano, he's cool. I love he's cool. Yeah, yeah Morano's great. Maybe in the next few years he can get it. Nigel him. McGinnis is just the 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 ex wrestler that commentates, which is good. Percy Watson was cool, but he got ex. Well, I mean, he, he kind of wanted. To, he kind of quit. Like he wanted to. Be right. Again, he quit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So who who are you? Who, like you said, who, who is there to you? No, nobody. 
Nobody. Then, then, I don't think they'll put my. I don't think they'll put Morrow in the Hall of Fame, which I think they should. I think. I think to me, Morrow's the closest person that you can get to Jr. Like he's someone who I love when commentators are marks. Like Morrow, Morrow Ronaldo is a mark. Like he's a mark for the business, and you can to, you can totally tell when he's like commentating. Like he he's someone who. You can feel that, and that's the thing. That's why Jr. was so good uh-huh. because you can feel the matches when he commentates. When Morrow is in that commentating booth, he makes it feel like, first of all, I'm in the arena. He makes it feel like I'm in the arena, and he also makes it feel that he's actually watching, like watching the show, right. like like we're, we're like we're bunched up like in my man cave. And, like, he's watching the show and, like, marking out. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that when uh, when Morrow commentates. And we need that, man. That's, we, we, need it, we need that type of uh, commentating. When it, that's the reason why NXT is, is, is widely viewed to be a better product than WWE is. Because Morrow and Allo is, and, and I love the Morrow, Nigel, Percy trio. I love that. I think Percy was probably the most improved commentator of 2018. It was an amazing trio. No disrespect to Beth, Hall of Famer, but it's, there's just a disconnect there with that trio uh, for for sure. I think it needs a little bit more personality, to be honest with you. And I think Percy was a really good color guy. I think I think um, I think Mar- I think not, Nigel was the straight guy you know, when it comes to the color, Nigel was good, and then, no, and then good. Percy had the personality. You know, uh, yeah. Nigel was the straight guy to tomorrow's personality when it comes to color, and then Mar and then uh-huh. well, let me say that again. Nigel was Percy's straight guy in the color. You know, uh-huh. to, to Percy's right. character, and then uh, Mara was the very uh, over the top, still is over the top. Uh, play-by-play, and we need that type of because you could tell that Morrow's a radio-style guy. You know, what I mean, exactly. like, like yeah, if he I'm, is. Like if I'm not even looking at it on TV, like you Morrow would voice. make me excited about listening to it on radio. And I think that that's what they Jr. was like that too. We mm-hmm. need that type of play-by-play and commentating in wrestling because you know that's what makes me into. The product. If uh, I think if you get to a point of when when commentators are uh, making, if I'm not even looking at the product, and the commentating is so hyped and so intriguing that it makes me want to turn. Like if I'm like, because uh, I I can look at I have two screens here in my office and studio. I can watch it on uh, one screen and work on the others, which I typically do, but also have. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in my studio, I actually have a man cave and a theater screen. So if I didn't, or if for some reason I'm working on, you know, two screens and I got something playing out in my theater area, I, like watching NXT would make me want to get up and watch it. What's being commentated. Like I've done right. this before. Exactly. I've, 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 I've had a raw out in my theater and been working in my office and I've just let raw play because it's just <laughs> it's just playing, exactly. playing. But for Morrow, for someone like NXT, something like NXT, 
Like, I have to have it close to me because I'm so intrigued by the commentating, and that's how it should be. You, you, think, you think of, you know, with my, my background of, of growing up listening to baseball on the radio, and I love baseball, and you go by the radio commentators, and I think baseball is one of the very few sports you can still listen to on the radio. The voices made it live. Some people to this day rather listen to the radio than watch it on TV. Yeah. The point is that the voices means a lot. The Jim Ross is Marvel right now. You know, the, the Heenans, the Gorillas, the Shivani's, uh, you know, back in the day. I know we're going back in the day, but those so those guys, even even Vince, Vince Savage, yep. Jim Ross, yep. you, 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 you had to see it. Yep. The past 20 years, the only commentators that had personalities weren't, weren't commentators from the get-go. They were Ross's tacit personality was great. Jibble, JBL was great. Even Punk was great. Um, I miss King Booker. It was great. Yeah, I love but they were commentators first. Booker was great. It because they had personality, though. Their, you know pers- their because, personality. Because that was their, their charisma brought to the table. Like, they added something to the pers- to, to the commentator because they brought themselves <laughs> as a personality. There's no personality mm-hmm. in Ray Young. There's no Renee Young. There's mm-hmm. no personality in Beth Phoenix. You know, there's you, <clears throat> Byron no, Saxon, leader. you know what I mean? Like, he, no. uh, he, he's grown a lot, no. but, you know, there's there's still no personality, no. you know, to that. So. And, 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 yeah, but Booker T was a good commentator. Yeah. And yeah. he he's not great. He's a good he's commentator, a, he's, he's but he was great. Yeah. He was great at being charismatic. Yes. Dusty Rhodes was a good commentator, yep. but he was great the being charismatic. <laughs> yeah, pay when the the belly well if you will, the, the mother ship, the mothership. Yeah, you know the Helly Gully and the, 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 the you can go on and on. Book a T, look at Vince. People forget how great Vince was. Vince, Vince was an okay commentator, was, but Vince was, was so over the top. Yes, <laughs> the last time. Exactly. He was. Bad you, you body drop. even this Bischoff was great. He was a commentator, but he would get so emotional in every single thing. Hey, if you don't believe me, look at regular sports. Who watches golf? Exactly. Can you name Can you name the top two golf commentators? No, because it's boring. They whisper like they can hear you. No one watches golf. No one watches tennis like that for the commentator. You watch it because you like the sport, yeah. but you can watch it on mute. The only time people watched tennis was when McEnroe was commentating because he was McEnroe. Yeah. That's it. I mean, basketball, people, you know why TNT, uh, uh, the, um, the TNT show, you know why the TNT show won so many Emmys? Because of person A, because of Chuck, because of Shaq, because of Ernie, because of Kenny. Yeah. The NFL Network, same thing. Tony Romo's making the killer because he, he is, he's, he's a prophet. Yeah. He will look at a play, all right, and every single time he will tell you what happened, it happened. Yeah. Same thing with John Gruden on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Now, you watch Monday Night Football, you put it on me because Gruden was, was you know, he was personality. He's coaching now. Or uh, Kornheiser, he can't fly. He don't want to fly. So the point is that you have to have personality. Even if a, if a match sucks, you're going to listen to Jim Ross. You're going to listen to King. You're going to listen to Punk. Van Piro and uh, uh, what's his name? Um... Uh, my buddy, he gonna Matt kill Stryker. me. Joey, uh, not Joey Styles, Matt Striker. Yeah. 
Yeah. Speaking of uh, commentators, we got here CM Punk. Uh, he's commentating now for uh, Case Fury Fighting. Um, what is it? Case Fury Fighting Championships. I think it is CFFC. Uh, uh-huh. And can't take it a million dollars. And yeah, so so he he was uh, actually uh, interviewed by uh, uh, Mike, Mike Johnson of uh, PW Insider doing Starcast, and he said that he wouldn't reach out to WWE, but he wasn't, but he wouldn't, uh, but he would be, he's open to speaking with them again. I think it's you know he's almost what, almost forty one at this point, and I think it's at the point now where it's like, man, listen, <laughs> I. Uh, I made some mistakes, and uh, you know we went to court about it. And um, you know I think that nowadays is I just don't know with with Triple H, especially you know if if it's true that he unfollowed Ric Flair on social media, if he's that petty to one of his best friends, I mean I can't see him bringing back Punk. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, and here's my thing. I don't see. First of all, I don't. I definitely don't see him as a wrestler, um, and, and and then when you think about it, it's like, now what though? You know what I mean? Like, do you do you bring him back as a commentator? Which I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with him being a commentator. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wouldn't disagree with that when you know he did some commentating work in WWE for a while, and it wasn't that bad. I think since you're doing like he actually applied, as far as I know, I think I think he tried to apply to be a Fox Sports commentator. I mean, this is the closest thing you got, you know, by WWE, um, uh, WWE being a part of uh, Fox now. So I mean, as a wrestler, I don't see that happening. I, I think I think Punk will get upset because you know I don't. One of his biggest things is that he didn't main event Mania, um, and I definitely, I definitely don't see him main event at Mania if he come, if he came back. So he would still be upset in that regard. So if you bring him back, I think you do bring him back as as a commentator. I think him commentating either SmackDown because first of all, you don't want Corey Graves on both Raw and SmackDown. I think Tammy made a really good comment uh, uh, about. Um, he just bickers a lot on, on yeah. Raw and SmackDown commentators just Corey bickering with the other is awful. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like it's just it's just bickering. Uh, now that Heenan type of feel is is decent when you have a good person to bounce off, but Tom Phillips really don't bounce off with him, and Michael Cole don't bounce off with him either, because neither of them are are have huge personalities, and so. It just it just kind of falls deaf on, on deaf ears, or it just falls flat uh, every single time he does it. Most of the time, now he tries to do it with Byron Saxon, and it really doesn't work. And then he does it with Renee, and Renee's like, "Shut up, Corey!" Like it's just kind of some bickering brother sister conversation in their room that no one wants to hear, you know. And it's like he doesn't really have that person to compliments as far as personality so it's just he doesn't have someone who's good good at comebacks or just like like for instance like when when heenan would say something of course gorilla would be like would you stop you know me and i would love when he did that but it's just tougher nowadays because it's not known for personalities of course you know uh 
Jr. was was the straight guy to you know the the personality of of King of of, of Jerry Lawler, and that that's the reason why that duo worked for so long. But you don't really have that nowadays, and so I don't even think that CM Punk would be would have enough personality to either either. JSP <laughs> said Tom Phillips like a second straight quarterback. <laughs> he was good at NXT, but. Eh, I mean, he's not bad at all. He's not bad at all. I just think that, I don't know. I, there's there's a part of me that wants to see Morrow on SmackDown and Tom Phillips on NXT because Tom Phillips and Morrow are good at NXT. I think Tom Phillips and Corey were good at NXT. But um, Morrow's just so good at NXT, though, man. You just don't want to, you kind of don't want to move him. He's the essence. He's he's the essence of NXT. Yeah, he, really he needs is. to stay there. Yeah, he really is. He's the he's the voice of NXT. Like Tony Schiavone was the voice of Nitro. You know, um, so you know, I don't know, man. I just I, you need more personality. You, you really do. Like the the commentators need more personality, and that's been such a lack, you know, nowadays. And it's so sad. And it's it's it doesn't it, it's it's a part of wrestling that. It has been hurting because it was a whole thing. I enjoyed all of wrestling because of the pyro, because of the promos, because of the the attire, even you know, even the gear, um, because of, uh, of course, the the commentating. So I don't know. So we'll, we'll even see. um, that's a good point. Ryan uh, Armstrong mentioned about coach. Coach was coach was pretty good too. Well, he, was, he was decent. Yeah. I, I think I, I think he was just kind of uh, I think he was just kind oh, of coach. Uh, playing. I, I, I think he was just kind of um, what, what term am I looking for? Um, going through the motions. Going through the motions. Yeah, yeah. He was just kind of going through the motions with the. Uh, I mean, with old the previous, coach with the with the previous uh, run with the last run. But, um, yeah, yeah, big yeah. yeah. The old old school coach. Yeah, old coaches. Yeah, was, was, was cool with, with him and Jim Ross and King. But like you said, he came back. It's like, just go back to ESPN. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, he, that, that definitely worked for him. It didn't even seem like he really even knew the product. You know, like he just didn't know. He was right. just like, eh, you know, he didn't even really care. Um, getting a paycheck and. And, you know that's about it. So that's that's yeah, bring back like. bring back Stan Lane. I mean Stan Lane was good. Piper was good too. I mean, uh, and it's sad looking back twenty five, thirty some odd years ago. Uh, we can go down the list of WWF and WCW, even ECW. The great commentators we grew up listening to, the commentating teams, Heenan and Heenan and Gorilla and Vince and Savage and Piper and Jim Ross and Ventura, Shivani, Heyman, uh, you know, so you know, Gordon Soley, um, uh, your boy, um, Lance Russell, Lance Russell, yes, Lance Russell, um, Daigle. Gosh, he's just going on with styles. It's insane. Taz, Cole, Jibble. 
Kelly Kelly is good. Uh, um, my man, my buddy Steve Carino, he's one of the ones that helped get the season kicked off. Steve Carino was good in ROH. He went to the goal. Right, yeah. ROH was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. Yeah, he was good. 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 He was yeah, uh, yeah, he's yeah, great. Yeah. Hey, what's he's, his name? Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's Cyrus, I think. He's really good. Cyrus, uh, Cyrus. Yeah, thank you, yeah, thank you, Ryan, my Don, buddy. Don he's going to kill me. Yeah, um, he he's going to kill me. Scott Hudson and Stevie Ray. <laughs> They're probably going to beat me up. Good buddies. They, I mean, it was it was it was so big. Then you had a commentary team for the C Plus show, yep. the WCW Pro, and the event. Scott Hudson, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The yaks and the tomatoes. <laughs> Suckers got to know. All right, let's uh, move right. on because I want to. I want to get on this uh, this uh, watch party here. So when worlds collide, um, they're replacing. Um, they're replacing. Uh, 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 take uh, uh, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble um, for um, Takeover Weekend. So they're they're, they're replacing. Takeover for Royal Rumble weekend. So uh, I can, I this makes sense because I could see them kind of going more into the um, going more into the uh, <clears throat> um, kind of separate pay per views, standalone pay per views for NXT, and not make it kind of like a, a prelude to the bigger show, since they're on the main show. But how would that? I mean, like. It kind of takes away the, the 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 feel of the takeovers being kind of like the 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 alley oop to the pay per views, you know, to the to the big you know pay per views, to the main roster pay per views. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because essentially we may have. I don't think we're gonna have a monthly NXT pay per view, but we'll still have the you know four or so times a year type thing. So essentially. We're going to have to have probably another WWE Network thing. And so you're going to have a Raw. I don't even know if they're going to do joint pay-per-views. They'll probably still do joint pay-per-views. I haven't heard anything else from that. Uh, but you'll have an NXT one now, too. So, yeah, it just takes that feeling away from NXT. If they're having a takeover away from, you know, the the main roster pay-per-view. So, I'm sure. I'm sure when worlds collide would be will be really cool to see. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the previous one. I think that was during WrestleMania weekend. I enjoyed that actually, um, but you know, um, I I wasn't a big fan. I'm not a big fan of of this because I, you don't want to you don't want to main rosterize NXT. You want to make it that indie type of feel still. And if you're kind of making them have a pay-per-view away from, you know, the the, the big four, that would just be kind of weird. Um, and then you have the in, factor in NXT UK, too. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think this may not be the best idea. Yeah, I, I agree with you on it. Uh, uh, anything you said, I definitely agree with. Yeah. But we'll just have to see me. He did talk about uh, uh, one of the vice presidents of WWE talked about with their relaunch of the network, but they're going to start doing the air quote, seeing a premium service. 
So, yeah. you know, you have, you, you have your free, you have your regular, which we all pay for, and you have a premium. So that, that could be on the line of that. But, well, uh, at, at, at the end of the day, man, you know, when October hit, 16 hours a week of professional wrestling. You or I, we do our show weekly. You do Tuesday nights and you have, you know, the other shows you do. You know, I have my show that I do four hours on Tuesdays, this show, and I help produce other shows. Good gosh. We barely try to keep up with three hours raw, then two hours SmackDown, and SmackDown going to three hours, and lost three hours, and, and then you got the pay-per-views coming up, and just having, you know, just having a life of family and whatnot. Man. We might we, we we might we might be get uh maybe get we had to double ourselves, Chris. <laughs> maybe get uh get clones. Yeah, get doppelgangers. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah. I'm 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 like you, Cody. Uh, you know, football's going on. Uh, congrats to Ohio State. You know, shout out to the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout Maryland, out to the Bengals. Maryland <laughs> this weekend too, man. Oh uh, yeah, I, I gotta give a shout out. As you know, Tech. Co-host with the most is from born and raised Baltimore, Maryland. Here in Maryland, we are not nowhere near known for our college football. We're known for college basketball, closely known for the Ravens, known for the Orioles, known for uh, lacrosse, not for the football. For the first time that I remember in my 35 years, my Maryland Terps football is actually ranked 21. Yeah. I'm actually happy. Yeah. Chris, you're spoiled. You know, you uh, Ohio State every year is like, you That's know, right. it's, a, it's three, one, two, and three. I don't ever see y'all rank any less. I could be wrong. Ohio State's always been the, 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 with the the national championship with the BCS. 12 national championship title. Yeah. We actually right. dropped down one uh, this week from fifth to sixth because of LSU beating uh, Texas that was, you know, ranked, but. It was weird, you know. People just be hitting Ohio State, though. But uh. I mean, it's it's, it's 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 Ohio State. Everybody knows Ohio State. I mean, y'all six. I think that's maybe the. I think I remember probably the lowest y'all ever been ranked in football. I could be wrong. But y'all first in the Big Ten right now. Y'all six. Y'all been one. Y'all been two. How many national championships y'all got in football? Seven. A lot. Seven. Seven. Yep. So Ohio State is great. So y'all spoiled. So I'm happy. As my Maryland Terps got actually ranked. And shout out to the Ohio teams because I'm going to get on you. The Cleveland Browns got dusted. That's what you get. Hey, listen, they got they got dusted by the Titans. So I'm a Titans fan. So that's all. That's you right. Oh, uh, yeah, you're a Titans fan. <laughs> and, 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 and let me ask you, who is the Titans defensive coordinator, might I ask you, brother? Who's uh the defensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans name is Dean Pease. And what team was he the defensive coordinator for before? The Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. When we won the Super Bowl in 2012-13. And what team was he the defensive coordinator for before the Ravens? Then he went the Patriots, which he probably got about two, three Super Bowl rings. He with the Patriots, and he got one with the Ravens. And the Tennessee Titans now have him, and I'm happy for you. And shout out to the Browns, because y'all will continue to lose. Y'all probably be five and... Five and eleven or something like that, and, and Cincinnati Bengals. Shout out to y'all. Y'all fought to the end. Yeah. Uh, and y'all lost. Yep. So I gotta, I gotta take with you, Chris. We glad the Titans ain't got to play the Ravens this year. We beat y'all last year. 
and we'll continue to I beat y'all. I'm scared. <laughs> all right we gotta roll uh all right so let's uh let's do some uh class of the champions uh, all right real quick guys real quick raw and smackdown grades uh go home show it's a class of champions uh wasn't uh, a fan of it i wasn't a fan of it uh, i'll say it i'll say it's I, I like the austin thing um <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got I like something Austin, to see when it's very quickly when you done. Uh so because of that I'll give it a C minus. But I think Austin to me same thing with uh SmackDown with uh with take with Taker. It gave it a C minus, but I was just not into it, man. Just not into either one of them outside of the legendary factor. With 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 uh, Kofi Kingston, I tweeted, man. I said Kofi Kingston. I don't remember what I said verbatim, but I was like, Kofi Kingston is a prime example of someone who a reason why you can't always push. I have the fans. Uh, make that decision as far as who to push and not to push actually let me see i'll I'll read it verbatim i said uh, kofi is one of my faves but his reaction on smackdown live is a prime example of why you can't allow fans to have so much control of who you push and why characters should be heavily focused on when you have a quote uh hashtag fad push is what i put uh f-a-d-p-u-s-h that might go viral now Hashtag fat push to the fans. One minute you're treasure and the next minute trash. So that's pretty much how I feel about Kofi's deal. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Raw was a C. Seth Rollins, them skinny jeans, please. I thought Jeff Jarrett jeans on Nitro 99 to 2000 was bad. Seth, the first thing you see on your mouth is, uh, it's good to be here. I'm in the ring with Stone Cold Steve Austin. It makes me want to burn it down. What are you talking about, Seth? Oh, my well, God. you know why we really yeah. need nah, to yeah. burn it down. Seth, just shut up. Just take them skinny jeans off. Just Russell, I don't want to ever hear you talk again. Just get a uh, Anyway, why was this happening? But it's funny. The most memorable thing about all, the one thing you see every day Stone Cold Steve Austin's got it. Stone Cold stunned AJ Styles. <laughs> he didn't hear nothing about anything else. Stone Cold stunned AJ Styles. Not once. He did it after the cameras went off. Yeah. But then you got Smacky down. You got Taker coming out. And, and shout out to sm- uh, uh, my people. I don't promote people. With, um, you know, you don't. One of my buddies posted was, was funny. Smackdown took a 15, 20 minutes for Taker coming out. Taker ain't on no program. He's not on Clash of the Champions. He he probably won't even wrestle against the Survivor Series, the Survivor Series. And that's all everybody talk about. Take you doing SmackDown. Cool. What else happened? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, Rowan powerbombed some plant onto the... It's like, what about the current product? It's like thought about taking it off since like this was 1998. But it lets you know about the current product, then what kind of thugs you got right now. They're the old thugs. Oh, man, listen. You know, Oh, I gotta give it to Michael, man. You gotta get a, uh, you gotta get a clap for that, man. I gotta, I gotta oh. do that. <laughs> Mike Wright. Oh, my applause didn't work. What? Uh, my, I gotta pull up my applause, man, because that was. I wonder that how was, that. That was funny. That was absolutely. I wonder funny. how that man looks, Michael Ryan. 
<laughs> gotta know how you look. Tired of seeing that blank emoji. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta anybody. start putting emojis on, uh, putting some, uh, he, uh, some he, uh, uh, avatars on, man, to make the make the show fun. We don't know how old he is. He could be 80, he could be a 17-year-old kid. Well, he can't be 17. He could be 25, could be 80, could be 60. This kind of creepy. You got well, an emoji. Gonna some, I'm going to give him some love, though, man. He said, uh, <laughs> what did he say? It was, it was hilarious. He said, uh, uh I want to buy Seth a personality yes, at Walmart. I want to buy. I want to buy Seth a personality at Walmart. That's funny. <laughs> that is absolutely funny. Um, can, can we fix his voice? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm like shut up. Oh my gosh. It's. Uh, I think I'm ready to listen to Reigns. Shout out to Reigns, man. Reigns is so. Reigns ain't that bad nowadays, man. As far as his promos are concerned, he's starting to starting to get into it. Uh, sure. I rather I rather listen to them to the uh, Chiefs Commission promos back in the day with Curry. There you go. I'll try to find out for you, Mike. There, there you go. All right, man. We got to roll. Uh, let's do these uh, grades. Let me see what we got for these grades. Um, I, know I thought I saw GHP's grade first. Um. There's a lot of grades on here, which I like. Rossi plus SmackDown D. Sports Huddle, Rossi, SmackDown D. So you guys are <laughs> really feeling it. Just woke up, Michael says. Sorry. Listen to the whole show on AM. Uh, praying for healing for you, man. Glad you was able to join us. Today. Yeah, I'm sure, brother. Um, Daniel, C minus D plus range. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan D plus uh, for Raw SmackDown C minus. Um, that's why I gave SmackDown a D grade. Um, didn't watch Raw. Slept through SmackDown to F for both. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Cody. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. All right, man. So let's uh, let's jump into this flavor. Actually, let's jump into Class of Champions real quick. Um, actually, let's do Flavor of the Week first. Let's let's look for uh, some King of the Ring uh, stuff. Uh, we've only got about ten minutes or so, so let's do it. Flavor of the Week time. Uh, so as I can find the the, the soundbite for Flavor of the Week. Um, Oh, I thought I had it. I thought I had the Flavor of the Week soundbite. Uh, forgot to put that on the uh, the list. You just made the list. Here it is. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. There you go. All right. So let's uh, get into this. Um, Class of Champions real quick. Um, let's see. It's uh, not, as, not as easy to s- transition into things when I have uh, when I have uh, Plan B. But it's, um, it's better on time. So. All right. Alright, so let's, uh, let's do Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. Smackdown, let's do 
Stop Bailey. Keep, keep the hero run going. I agree with you. Rollins and Strowman against Robert Rubin, ruler uh, Robert Rude and Ziggler. Oh gosh. Uh, Rude and Ziggler, so Ziggler can have something to do and Rude can stop looking crazy. Since we're since we're hurrying up, I'm gonna be quick. That's Seth and Braun still, I think. I just don't. Yeah, they may win. They probably will. It's just weird. Seth and Braun. Uh, Seth and winning probably because it's in the first by Corbin or somebody. Uh, I see Seth retaining uh, Kofi and Randy. Uh, Kofi went it over clean. Uh, Finally. I think, I think Orton wins going into the SmackDown. I don't even know who half these people are. I just know Drew, so we'll go with him. Yeah, I, go with Drew. <laughs> I don't know. C3 and C3 these people. New Day versus the Revival. Oh, New Day. Hey, you don't have any people to go. I agree. Uh, Shinsuke versus The Miz. <laughs> Uh, give it, give it, there's something Sensuke to do with it. Let him go to AEW and meet your fans. I say Sensuke, but he's probably going to put it over the Miz because this is baby in his TV show and everything yeah, else. I, so. see, I think Sensuke keeps the same thing. Uh, Becky versus Sasha. Give it to Sasha. She's the, you uh, know, uh, give it to Sasha. She's the heel. So it's weird because Sasha and Bailey are heel. I, think, Sasha, Sasha, yeah, I think Sasha wins, but I. Since we're run out of time, I got some thoughts about the Sasha thing. Like, you just you complain to come back and win the title. Like, why can't everybody else do that? So, uh, you're gonna have a lot of politics in WWE. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got more to sh- share on that. But we're out, we're out of time. Becky Lynch for uh, so Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. Uh, Rowan might. Roy might take it because Daniel Bryan might be behind it all. Roy might take it because of that, and Roman, and Roman would beat Daniel Bryan. Uh, Bliss and Nikki Cross against uh, Mandy Rose and Sian Deville. Fire and Zion. Oh, God. That was a great song, wasn't it? Great game! Uh, I think... Uh, no, no, nah, uh, uh, um, uh, Bliss. That's tough. I think Bush is the keeper. AJ versus Cedric. Uh, they're going to keep the title on AJ with the whole old thing. I want Cedric to win it, but uh, they're going to keep it on AJ. Uh, AJ keeps it. All right. So let's uh, real quick, uh, because we ran out of time, because I didn't get uh, anybody to give me a match. Uh... Yes, I'm bu- I, I'm picking on you, you GHP. Uh, let's just uh, real quick do this uh, 2006 um, moment here, which uh, I'm a big fan of. So we'll watch this as the as the watch party for King of the Ring for tonight, since we're running out of time. Um, we've got to go. We're out of time. Hey, <laughs> 
We gotta go. <laughs> a little, right. a little fade trick they did. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Are you guys ready for the watch party? Uh, you've been out of town, JSP. When he said, "That's okay, no worries, man." All right, here's what we're gonna watch uh, today for the watch party. Here we go. With a body chance, Bukowski with a heel kick to the jaw. The better Booker T taking advantage. Sizzle, sizzle, oh, the head, right in the back of the beating. Oh, this is it. And that's it. Booker T gonna be king. That's it. No. Ashley. Uh, you you seen Lashley on here longer than you've seen in WWE. He's going to put Lashley away. Man, you come for the Survivor Series? No clue. WWE 24 7. He's over, man. Lashley's over. I forgot the shillelagh. I remember watching this. This is 2006. I remember watching this. I was so happy to watch that. It's a love family. Oh my god! I loved it. I thought I thought last year was gonna win it. Right here in 2006. We won the title not too long ago after that. Still had the regular. Uh, he still had the. He still had the regular music. Can you make it? He won the title. I think a month after this, you think? Cody says he came out of nowhere. Look at Shawn Mel. Great for you to see, man. Yeah, I think Taz. I know. I know. Like it or not, Taz was a good commentator. This is good. He doesn't fit. Thank you very much. 13 years ago. This is going to be an absolute nightmare. This is going to be a nightmare. I don't want to point out that I did this. Because if he's still wearing them all the people, he should have said. He never changed him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the same style boots from 93. Look at him. He has some of the best emotions ever. Look at that, his this, hands. This, this the subtle, this the subtle stuff. Look at Booker, look at Booker, look at Booker. He's still at that. You put him on the old SmackDown game, he used to be like over, exaggerating everything he did. Oh man, this is just a... Last week still got the same eyebrows, same face. This is exactly the same, same tight, same boot. Oh man, this makes you the first of our fourth. You know, you look at Lashley, doesn't he look like Napa from Dragon Ball Z with the black version? You don't know how to do Napa is. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it depends on how. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, my interest in Clash right now is just like, Who is that? Boom, 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 boom. That was some type of ad at the end. Uh, uh, yeah, some type of job. 
uh, ad. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's the watch party. I'm liking these watch parties, man. So since I got a lot more freedom here on my show, um, send me a video to send me an actual WWE video. Because if it's not a WWE video, they'll probably ping it. So if it's like not WWE, like if we we can watch like Continental or something like that. Like if it's either it either has to be a WWE YouTube video or a old school video that is not on the WWE network. So like Continental, uh, GWF, like they ping me for like the couple minutes of USWA, but we can try to work around that. So any like GWF, uh, I don't think. Yeah, I think they, the, the library might have world class now. So any anything that the library has, we can't do that. Um, match of the week is what GSP is saying. I like that idea. Uh, so yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun as always. I've had a fun, fun time. Thanks to Flip Gordon for being on the show tonight. That was actually awesome. Indeed, super, man. Super awesome. Uh, he was on live so uh, thanks for the live Q&A Flip Gordon and uh, it's been real ladies and gentlemen 389 can you believe that 389 episodes in the books man uh, Cody saying that was a weird ending can you imagine if Austin would have got punked like that at the end instead of delivering Austin 316 a really good point very very good point um Mr. Papa with steroids. Uh, yeah, yeah, Miss Flip, uh, you miss Flip Live, uh, live Q and with Flip Gordon. Um, so yeah, we got uh, uh, we got a, we got a we got a very uh, controversial. You know, I'm you know <clears throat> lover of Jesus PG, so we're gonna st- we're gonna probably stretch it. Uh, not not you know I gotta stay stay with who I am. Uh, but we had somebody I'll give you a hint we had somebody here on my birthday that uh, stretched it a little bit and uh, she's oh, yeah. she's scheduled to come back next week so can't wait live with a stick so <laughs> watch watch your donkey watch your donkey cover your donkey so uh, yes um, yes good yes thank you Ryan uh, Prayers for all the surviving families of 9-11. Also, uh, prayers for the uh, uh, the Caribbean Dorian. and, and, uh, and Hurricane Dorian, man. I think it just wiped out a lot of uh, uh, was it, uh, Jamaica. Um, they were, Bahamas. Yeah, the Bahamas. So, uh, from what I've, last time I read some about it, they were just, uh, like, there was, like, body bags, like, they, they were sitting down there, and really, really tough stuff, man, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, faith is, uh, all you can, all you can have when it comes to that stuff, man, because it gets really tough to really handle that stuff. This, uh, fallen world is, uh, susceptible to any type of tragic moment, faith uh good night everybody it has been fun i really really appreciate everybody and uh, it's been an awesome awesome show 389 episodes in the books until next week ladies and gentlemen enjoy your week of wrestling god bless have fun watching class with champions and all that good stuff too next week actually is the the eve of 
the Wednesday Night Wars. So that'll be fun. Uh, King of the Ring uh, is, is Monday, so we'll uh, I think Corbin's going to take that. So we'll see what happens there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, God bless you all. It's been a, a fun 389. Hit that thumbs up. Support uh, right there. Uh, right there. See that? Right there. Uh, right there. <laughs> um, the, the donate. So God bless everybody. Uh, I really, really appreciate you all. Radio. I'm Chris Featherstone. Enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. And always remember, I'll do it for you. Hit that like, everybody. Good night, everybody. Say comment as well. Have a good night, everybody.